or killed him. Say, folks, run him over. I'm sorry about your boy. You got to tell me. She's the only one that can help him. Like I said, I'm sorry. You got to tell me, God. Damn it. She can't help him. All she can do is take you straight to hell. All right. I am definitely recording now. Take one. Done. Take two. Hello! It's actually take three, because you messed that up. I did not mess that up. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. I am here with my cousin, Eric. That's me. That's him. Uh, We... Uh, if I'm here with Eric, that means I'm up in beautiful Norton, Massachusetts, Yeehaw. which is close to Eastern Massachusetts. What else is in Eastern Massachusetts? Uh, See how I se- set you up so beautifully? Several <laughs> uh, fine dining establishments and uh, the Emporium of Retro and Interesting Collectibles, Southeast of Massachusetts, Facebook, YouTube, uh, new video every day, the best toy store around. It absolutely is. If you go to his Facebook page and you watch one or two of the videos, you'll get the idea of all the stuff they sell there, awesome 80s, 90s uh and modern uh, toys, toys games, and games, collectibles, collectibles everything. everything. Yep, everything you can imagine, pop culture. Things related. that make He's you smile. It. Yep, things that make you smile. Uh, yeah, so I'm up here. I'm doing the same thing. I am buying stuff. I am uh, hanging out, enjoying all of my uh, favorite places because I'm obviously I'm from here. And uh, we're going to bring you a fun horror pod because Halloween doesn't uh, exist in our world. It, we t- it always exists in our world. It, it always never, it never ends. It never ends world. in our world. That's yes. true. Uh, so we're going to be talking about three more. We had a, uh, It's kind of the trifecta. We did one with Justin, with Dave, and then with you. And then we're going to go on with other kind of cool wild cards afterwards. But we got one more wild, uh, horror one in case those people who don't want Halloween to end. So this is the there. last ha- Halloween one? Uh, this is, uh, yeah, this is the final Halloween okay. one. All right, cool. How was your Halloween? Awesome, awesome as always. Did you work? You worked on Halloween? Uh, yeah, worked all day. And uh, no trick or treaters. No, we get, we live in a main road. Oh, but uh, it was a great, great day. And then I came home and Did got customers the customers um, get candy. Candy all the time. Then. Okay, yeah. And then <laughs> I, I came home and the the Volvo passed that night. Pass inspection. Oh, nice. Yeah, on Halloween night. That's such a very Massachusetts thing right there. I'm yep. from Florida. We don't have to worry about car inspections. Well, I do. They just say fuck it and go yeah. in the, just put all their uh, bad. Uh, smoke and everything in the road, and Oof. just yeah. It's no, she's she's a good car. She just has some a uh, little bit of rot. 80, Eighty-five Volvo, babe, blue uh, toy box, <laughs> toy box on wheels. There's a toy box on wheels. Yeah, uh, did you watch any? Uh, what is normally when you do you have like a Halloween routine? No, with movies. Nope. Uh, but as one, long as it's horror and horror, kind of I like to see maybe tr- Halloween related yeah, sometimes. I like to see Trick or Treat a few times around that time of the year. And then uh, In the Mouth of Madness is one for me. Always have to see that. I love In the Mouth of Madness. It's one of Carpenter's kind of most overlooked movies. I'm yeah. hoping that in that new uh, 90s uh, horror documentary, they're going to focus on a lot. I know they are because they showed it right in the trailer. Yeah. But, man, I uh, I. In the I mouth, loved him. No, yeah, man, it's one of the best. Is fantastic. Yeah. Just and Trick or movie. Treat. Trick or Treat is great. Yep. If yep. you haven't seen that, the anthology, the some of the best werewolf stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of obscure werewolf stuff. I think people don't realize. You know, like Ginger Snaps. Yep. And uh, Dog Soldiers. Love Dog Soldiers. Uh, Ginger I, Snaps. The beginning was really fun. Yeah, I I loved it. I there was several of those. I think. Uh, yeah, there's like think, four. Yeah. It, uh, but those were good. I like yep. those. Uh, yeah, I think for Halloween, all I ended up I started watching a couple of random ones. Uh, because I always, uh, do, I think I watched one of the, uh, 
watched one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and I definitely watched one of the Friday Thirteenths. But the In the Search of Darkness is great for yep. it now. That's that might be. I'm gonna have to do it. I'll probably watch it twice a year, if not more. Oh yeah, and because it's one of those things you can just put in the background and don't yep. have to pause it uh, yep. eventually, and uh, you you just enjoy the clips from exactly. all these horror movies. And I've learned about like dozens of them that I had not known about. And I know yeah. my I usually w- would uh, kind of tout my '80s horror knowledge, but man, there's a several they they thrown out there that I had to write down. I was like, I've never Blood Diner, never heard of it. What the hell is that? I, I've seen the, um, the the cover a couple times. Yeah. I think it came in the shop. I had it for a while. I think I brought it in with watching the whole thing. Yep. I didn't finish it. I have it waiting for me at home right now. Hmm. Uh, so I can't wait to look uh, to check out Blood Diner. Like I, what was another one? I I bought or uh, this one I might have just watched was Graduation Day. Do you remember when they talked about it on the uh, documentary? It was the one that was Vanna White was in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. With Linnea Quigley. Yep. They specifically brought Linnea Quigley in because the girl didn't want to do a nude scene. Yeah. Uh, but it was weird <clears throat> seeing Vanna White, but she wasn't bad. She, no, she wasn't in very long. Uh, no, she, she was in, she had like two or three scenes, but uh, she had speaking roles in yeah. it. So I was surprised how good she did. I mean, the movie sucked ass, but yeah. 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 <laughs> did you, had you had heard of or seen Graduation I've, Day? I'd heard of it. Yeah. Like, like everything else. But. I did just buy that. Uh, uh, that slime ball arama movie that Linnea Quigley was in. Do you remember that one? No. Yeah, it's some weird... Uh, I, I think I st- told the uh, name of it to Justin on the pod last time, but it was uh, something about the slime ball arama Okay. And uh, it was it was funny. It was like half the cast from Night of the Demons were, was in it. Oh, really? The fat kid. Yeah. Uh, he was in it, and yep. there was like an imp living in a trophy. And when the trophy the trophy broke, and the imp was like a genie that granted them all wishes. Okay. And uh, the wishes would come back on them like Wishmaster style. Okay. Uh, it, it was fun. It was clever. And huh. uh, Linnea Quigley, uh, over she, the top, probably. Uh, she was over the top. She was like the tough girl, and it was like the one movie she said she loved doing it because it was the one movie she didn't have to get naked in, uh, and she just kind of uh, did all her acting. I, I mean, she did it. She had fifty other nude scenes yeah. in horror movies. Yeah. I mean. She's awesome though. I love hearing her talk on that hard doc. Her and Caroline Williams might yep. be my two favorite people to She's just smart. listen to. She's very smart to listen yeah. to. She has, oh, yeah, yeah. she has a lot of uh, good stuff to offer. Yeah, and Linnea is more like she'll tell you what happened on the set. Yeah, like yeah. She's, she's, she's she's more um, been on the set yeah. and like we'll talk dirt about it. Exactly. But Caroline exactly. Williams definitely is a fan of film too. Yep. I, I love her, man. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. one of those uh, women that I would love to, and a whole bunch of others. She's done so much other stuff. I just watched actually one of the movies I'm talking about today oh, really? has her in it. Okay. So I'll Wait. Uh, yes, because we're doing wild card stuff today. I say we get wild right card. into it. All right. Uh, so, as, as you know, everyone that uh, uh, listens to our podcast and has heard me and Eric's pods before, we always do horror. Horror is Eric's thing. It's definitely my thing. And we are sitting right now in a very horror friendly room. Oh yeah. We're we're in one we're in basically Eric's main toy room yep. which he has all his collectibles were completely by plastic. 360 degrees surrounded by action figures and horror figures and demons and all, the great all stuff. sorts of shit. So this is like the perfect perfect place to to start a horror pod. Oh, yeah. Uh so why don't you start us off? We're gonna do a wild card. Okay. I I might have an inkling of one or two that you're doing, and or in in you with me, but I am there's definitely ones you're doing that I don't know. All so right. we'll do three each. And uh, what is your first one that you want oh. to showcase? In honor of Halloween, I think I'm gonna start with uh, Pumpkinhead. 
Ah, Pumpkinhead's a great one. I just got the b- special Blu-ray for this. Okay. Uh, I guess they released it on 4K, and I, I told you before that I've got some guy who's splitting the discs, yeah. and he's selling the 4Ks, and he's selling the Blu-rays. Right. And the, the Blu-rays come with all the special features. The Blu-rays come with all the special features, so unless you really give a shit about the... Quality. Basically, unless the movie is really bright, yeah, don't buy the 4K. Right, and Pumpkinhead is not bright. It is not. It is the darkest fucking movie in the world. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you right now that 4K does nothing for that. No. Blu-ray definitely it's is definitely better than uh, DVD. DVD, yeah. But if yeah. you're going to get the special features, you might as well get the Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, like, certain movies, like, I bought specifically bought Wizard of Oz in 4K. And oh, absolutely. Like, That's yeah. the movie yeah. that you want in 4K. Yeah. When it comes out, uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you want that in 4K. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Edward Scissorhands, that's another one. Mm. Not that it can't do good for the darks, but 4K is only, you only have that wahoo moment where you're sitting on the couch going, oh, wow, uh, yeah. when it's the real colorful shit. Of course. So. Yeah, that makes sense. You're not going to see it in the dark and green. Yeah. So... Pumpkinhead, mm-hmm. I just got on Blu-ray. I haven't watched any special features yet, but I am dying to. Such uh, a great movie. It, it's it's one of those movies that when you hear someone say gothic, mm-hmm. it's that. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead is one of the best modern gothic horror movies. Yeah. Directed by the great Stan Winston. Absolutely. The only movie I think he ever directed. He's a, a special effects guy. He's a special effects guy. Uh, and he's done some really crazy special effects for mm-hmm. James Cameron, yep. for uh, for John Carpenter, for a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah. And uh, this was great. I absolutely loved it. Why don't yep. you tell us a little bit for those who are unfamiliar with Pumpkinhead? Uh, starts with an adorable kid, his uh, adorable dog, and the father, oh, the great Lance. They Anderson. really did make that opening sequence like kind of like you really moving, yep. and you saw what their life was yep. together in a brief kind of period. Single of time. father raising the cute kid. And yeah, he uh, teaches him respect and all that great, great yep. stuff. And yeah, teaching him how to wash his hands. Exactly. And he's, he's just telling doing great this. stories, nice stories about his grandmother. Yep. and yep. really making the kid feel happy. And <laughs> and as a viewer, you're like, oh, something fucked up's uh, gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna I got happen. some gauge cage from uh, Pet Cemetery vibes happening yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, these these uh, kids come into their little shop and they're they're kind of making fun of the kid, saying it looks like he's wearing Coke bottles and all yeah. that stuff. And Turns out one of them's a uh, not the nicest guy. They're doing a little dirt bike riding around there, and one of them's not the nicest guy. Is it recording? Yeah, yeah, we're recording. Right, <laughs> I was looking at you weird. Uh, I have a weird red line on top of mine. I'm not sure what that means. Oh, are you on? <laughs> yeah, I'm on. Am I on? We're on. All right, cool. <laughs> Stupid red line. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, these uh, kids come in and they're doing the dirt bikes around the uh, the store there, and one of them's a little lucid, I think, and he, he hits the kid. The kid's out there running, chasing mm-hmm. the dog, and he hits the kid. Kid dies, and or starts to die. Father comes back, gives him a death glare. And <laughs> he gives him a death glare. They, they blow out of there. <laughs> and uh, they're all trying to be nice, except for the, the main kid who left, because he, he was drunk, probably. That's, yeah. That's what he implied. And he already had, had a couple of incidents, because he was a scumbag. Yeah. That's scumbags do. It, it, it gets <clears> great <throat> after that, too, because you, you realize, I love uh, Buck Flowers, who played the old guy? Uh, he was also in They Live. He was the uh, he was the hobo guy. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, him yeah, in yeah. Pumpkinhead. Yeah, Buck Flowers. Sure. He's in a lot of John Carpenter films. Uh, okay. that he throws yeah, yeah. him in a yeah. bunch of stuff. He I was in uh, his name like, was. Prince of Darkness. Um, I think he was one of the Vegas. Back to the Future. He was the guy on the uh, uh, the vagabond on the uh, crazy oh. drunk drivers. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Wow. I think they even showed him. They even showed him during the Biff scene. Remember uh, the Biff Future. You got to see him. Hmm. Okay. Fun. 
Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Buck Flowers was like the crazy redneck dad who uh, who encounters Lance Henriksen as he's bringing his uh, kid up the mountain yep. or into the woods, and he he knows exactly what he's doing. There's uh, apparently an old folklore that out this, there. Yeah, this old lady, if um, you were bring would bring her your um, your um, fallen people, mm-hmm. she'd put a little hex on it and. Uh, She'd raise something to take up, take out the people that hurt you, basically yeah. that wronged you. So, fantastic. It's fucked up. Yeah, and she was creepy as hell. <laughs> oh, you could man. see through her hair, and it was just you could almost see through her skin. Her voice too, and you could see through her skin when she was in front Harley. of that, in front of that uh, fire. Yeah, oh, she was. Uh, so yeah, so basically he has to. She sends him to do the the deed, and he has to go out there and uh, dig up the the baby or whatever. And yep, did he put the. What, what, when, when does the necklace come into place? Because uh, it's that necklace. I think he takes off his neck and puts it on his own. No, 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 no. He, uh, because the pumpkin head is uh, takes the form of the last person that conjures that's right. it. Yes, and that's everything. Right. So when we see him with the necklace later on, that's just implying that it's Ed Harley. Right? Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. So spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, we're we're, the we're, we're spoiling all these stuff, anyways. <laughs> but uh, uh, so yeah, he's you gotta dig the baby pumpkin head up and yep. bring it back to uh to her to the she, witch she performs this um great ritual on you and she grabs a little of your blood yeah she's gonna take a little, little drop here and uh kind of the baby did, like slurps it up too man yeah almost like like melds it I yeah guess. it was it's a creepy little kind yeah. of uh pumpkin Did they even make the baby pumpkin head no i've made a whole bunch of pumpkin head no, figures it's in general just the, pumpkin the movie there's maniacs no, one is that the only one that's yeah, there's out no there? um and then uh, the big Holly one that you have the big one that I have, he's in the closet somewhere. I thought he was up by your Christmas Oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah, put yeah. him out there. I put him out there a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, Eric's got like a, what is it, like a two and a half feet tall? <laughs> yeah, two feet tall. Two feet tall, yeah, man. Yeah, 24 inch figures. Wow. Insane. 24 inch is pretty big. Yeah, yeah. they take up a whole shelf. Captain <laughs> Spaulding, Christopher Lee, Pumpkinhead. Yeah. I think there's an alien possibly still in there. I'm not sure. Jason, obviously. So we got to see right at this moment, <laughs> we got to see Pumpkinhead grow yeah. into a giant. Huge alien-looking thing with the, the most severe-looking face. Yeah. But it almost looks like an old lady, too, at times when it, when it looks Yeah, around. it's weird. It has it has moments because when they start going through their transformation, too, later on, it, it, it's a weird situation. Basically, now that Pumpkinhead is kind of reincarnated, he's at their bidding to get revenge on yeah. whoever the hell he wants. He's, well, he's going to take Well, specifically, every, the anyone kids. involved. The kids, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and anyone who helps the kids. How they knew, how he knew the which kids and yeah. any of that, they don't They don't tell us those no, details. No. But we don't need those details. At this point, it's a revenge story. We yep. we saw the, the kids, and, and half of them are completely innocent, and the other half are kind of assholes anyways. Well, there's yeah. one specific asshole, the yeah. main dude that actually did the killing. Right. Uh, right. He was kind of a prick. Everyone yeah. else just kind of is along for the ride. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we get to see Pumpkinhead just go in, and I, the lighting in this movie, yeah, man, the, the blue lighting at night, the sound of the uh, like the bugs behind as he entered the room. Oh, it was, it, oh was yeah, the, the like cicada sound. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. It was really crazy. It's fantastic. Uh, and the lighting was great too. The blue lighting. Yeah. The scene where he grabs flashing. her yeah. and brings her up the tree. Up the tree and just drops her. Oh god, man, it's savage. Th- there's some wide shots in this where he looks massive. Yeah. Like when he's about to walk into that destructed church yeah at the end or, yeah. or even right uh, there uh, before that before he comes well, into the house when he yeah. walks into the he house like has a duck to get, get in the, the only time i remember in like horror movie 
history where it was that type of scene where you saw that creature walk in like that was the howling. Yeah. When he walked yeah. into in the house room. in the howling, yeah. he looked like he took up the whole if, the, if they used a specialized small room, it makes sense because it really works. Yeah. Uh, to oh, yeah. kind of fuck yeah. with the perspective like that because when Pumpkinhead walked in, you were like, oh, this thing is fucking huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huge. Enormous. Enormous. Like, uh, look nine feet. He, he's, he was awesome. Uh, this yeah. was a movie we watched. Uh, there's a, there's a, a life-size prop, by the way. Is there now? There's been one on eBay for a while. There's two of them, in, in fact. They're wow. like one's $7,000 and one's $9,000. I think crazy. they're nine feet tall. Did you see this in the theater? No, I, I saw it on a, a pay-per-view, though. Did we see it together? or We, we saw might have. It, it we might, might if have. not the same time, right Probably, after right, each other, yeah, I exactly. think we watched it. But we may have watched this. Yeah, this we may is, have rented this. This is a perfect right uh, away. Second, oh. I saw it. I loved it. Everything about it. It was didn't really have too much gore. Not a whole you, lot of gore, but the, the creature sound. effects and everything else yeah, about it was sound, so cool. Yeah, everything about the it. The lighting, the sound. Yeah, that's a good choice, man. I love that. And you just once you tell us a little bit, you just met Lance Henriksen. Uh, yeah, we went to a uh, awesome convention. Um, I can't remember what the name of it was. It was so many. We went to like two or three in a row, and then. We met him. We met the cast of Friday Night. Awesome, awesome time. And he was the the sweetest guy ever. Getting up there in age, he was tough to to hear at times, and uh, I felt bad for him. But awesome to meet a guy, a guy like that. Yeah, I I seen him somewhat recently. He was in that Mom and Dad movie. Do you remember that with Nicholas Nicholas Cage? No. Oh man, you'd like that movie. It was crazy. So at some point in the movie something happens i can't remember what happens but every parent wants to murder their children okay so they all go on like a rampage almost zombie style huh. like dawn of the uh, day uh dawn of the dead the remake yeah like where yep. it's really fast with Sarah Pauly. and uh yeah and they're just trying to kill their children there's a crazy scene where someone woman's giving birth and as she's giving birth she's trying to kill it oh, it's geez. fucked up man <laughs> but uh uh, Nicholas Cage, you got to see him go full Nicholas Cage, and at the beginning be kind of sweet and everything, and then when he, that switches, he's just trying to murder his kids, hmm. and he's like full face off Nick Nick Cage. Yeah. But then at, at some point, his his dad shows up to try to kill him, and it's Lance Henriksen being old as shit. Oh, shit. Uh, so because wow. it was it's like four or five years ago or something like okay. that. So huh, and, never heard of it. And you said he, he's he's looking up there, man. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he old anyways. I think, I think he's, he's eighty five. Yeah, he's eighty five, and he he kind of looks every every. We minute met of it. Chris Sarandon too, and he looked like he was um sixty, but I think he's like seventy seven. Yeah, or something. he looks really good. He's, he I've seen great. him too yeah. recently, but yeah, you see a lot of these guys at the uh, cons, man, and you uh, forget how uh, how young they were when they were uh, were doing yeah. these movies and yep. stuff. Because this was was this eighty eight? I think this was eighty eight. I, I yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah, sounds right. Yeah, I loved it, man. Yeah, great I'm, movie. And the sequels, uh, I own the second one. Is uh, it any good? They were all good in spots. Yeah. There's a new one that just came out, too, that uh, Lance is back in with. Really? Uh, with There's the, a new one? Yeah, with Doug Bradley. Holy shit. So that's kind of interesting. That. I, uh, I just put it away. I had it out for a while. We didn't get a chance to watch it together, but I've seen it before. Oh, so it's, it's good. been released and everything. Yeah, it's it's on DVD. I, I have it around here somewhere. It wow. came out like five years ago, maybe. What the hell? Maybe? It must have been indie indie. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's probably an IFC film or something like that. Oh. Yeah, I've got the Blood Wings one, which is the second one. But that's one it. Yeah, that's one with uh, Punky Brewster, I think. Oh, she's in it? I think so. Shit, man. I need to go back and watch that. Yeah, that's one of the ones I need to It was to good. It was all, that was all like another revenge movie. The, the Blood... Hey, shut up. Uh, the Blood Wings was actually the name of the uh, football team, I think. Like the... <laughs> Is that what it was, really? Yeah. Uh, all right, let me look up my list here. I can get off on the... All right. So I'm the first one on my list, and I'm going to go, since I'm doing it with you, I'm going to I thought it was go. my turn again. No, no, no. Don't get greedy now, man. So 
1959. I'm going to talk some... This is, like, right there in the sweet spot of the Hammer films. And uh, I want to talk some Hammer since we're talking and I can't talk Hammer films normally with uh, David Justin. I love Hammer films. Uh, I love Hammer films, too. Pe- I, I thought pushing. I loved Universal Horror films oh, growing yeah, up. me too. And I'm also... I'm very nostalgic about the characters from them, <sighs> yep, yep. but Hammer... Did it is the way, way better, dude? Yeah, yeah. Wait, Color, every single one lights. of the Hammer films are better than the Universal Horror yeah, movies. Yeah, and one of them specifically that is unbelievably better is 1959's The Mummy. Hundred percent agree. Uh, almost all the Hammer film, all the good Hammer films star Christopher Lee mm-hmm. and Peter Cushing, yep. and then you get a variation of other people. Um, uh, Michael that, Gwynn. Yep, is his name. There's a whole bunch of different ones that come in and jump out uh, of the horror of the hammer films but those are the two guys that are like deeply into the hammer films absolutely and uh almost always peter cushing is playing the good guy and christopher lee's playing the bad guy exactly and that is how it is in this case the mummy played by uh christopher lee and peter cushing playing uh the uh archaeologist and everything and right from the get-go i absolutely love this movie i love the story behind this and you got to see how much was kind of there was a good amount that uh the brennan fraser one took from this one yeah almost more than they did from the universal yeah there wasn't much to take from that universal movie though. yeah there was was some but it was something but i i don't even remember the story that well in the universal one i don't think it was as as defined and as cut through as this one was a lot of those movies were kind of more boring that you just kind of um, relied on the actors that was a specifically boring one too i know it was i know i think out of all of them that's probably my least favorite yeah my this one's my favorite my second favorite probably is albert and costello meet the mummy that one's fun uh i like the brandon fraser one though the first one yeah it's all right Uh, i thought it was pretty good i've rewatched it recently and i was impressed with how much uh because it was overplayed back in the day everyone would would play it all i only saw it once or twice and uh i i enjoyed it i just he's not my favorite actor no, he's not. But I can I can appreciate I can appreciate him playing that character. Yeah, he was he was yeah. really snarky, and it, it kind of worked for the tone of the film. I agree. Uh, but going back to uh, the '59 Mummy, so you got Peter Cushing. What I loved about this is the whole setup. So they're at an archaeological dig, site, like a site, yeah. and. Peter Cushing's got a broken leg. Yeah, so he's, he's laying in the tent the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the whole time. He doesn't even leave the tent. And so his father and his father's like partner are the uh, the two people that actually go and they're trying to they're excavate the this uh, this high priest priestesses mm-hmm. like uh, tomb. And when he, they go into the tomb and they find uh, all sorts of stuff and they were about to open it and they keep relaying stuff back to the uh, Peter Cushing. And at, at one point, the partner goes and relays something to Peter Cushing. And while he's gone, the fa- uh, Peter Cushing's dad r- <coughs> reads a scroll. And what actually, <laughs> they don't know this for a while that this is actually what happened until about the middle of the movie. But it's no reason me not to tell you now. He, he's reading the, the scroll and it opens this secret door. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christopher Lee's character as the mummy comes and murders him and they're left for the next like five years to wonder how the dad died and everything and they don't realize that that long really yeah i was thinking it was like five yeah three to five years i think because we jump forward and he's healthy and he's healthy obviously and he's trying to figure out what uh Mm -hmm. how his dad died and he also needs to find out about this uh obviously the mummy Mm -hmm. uh but 
Remember, the money is delivered to that one guy who wears the fez like yep. up the street from yep. him and everything. Almost yep. all Salem's Lot style. Uh, and he, he keeps uh, – it's very similar to Salem's Lot, actually. Just like James Mason keeping uh, yeah. keeping the Nosferatu in there, the guy with the fez basically yeah. keeps the mummy in the next room yeah. and will order him to do shit. That's right. Uh, so because he ends up getting the scroll uh, – he was at that opening scene with the dig, too. I guess he was like – he was – he was the one there that was kind of protesting. You shouldn't be digging in our lands. Okay, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But then he ends up. Uh, they show later on that he he comes in right when uh, Peter Cushing's dad was being killed, and he's. Uh, at that point, controlled okay. uh, Christopher Lee's mummy character. So oh. he was at his uh, beck and call the whole movie. That's why he kept sending him out to kill people. Right. Uh, and that's what I liked about it, that you have this one kind of evil, maniacal guy that sends the mummy out to do his bidding when yep. he when they're getting too close and figuring out what's going to happen and everything. And then Peter Cushing on the other side of it is wondering what the fuck is going on here and comes face-to-face and has to fight the mummy and everything. Yeah. And it's always great when Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing eventually have scenes together yeah. because a lot of their movies they don't, yeah, they don't not a single uh, they probably airtime. they probably are on the set together three or four days and that's about it yeah because their characters don't really coincide until the end man there's so many good ones they did too i told you i recently watched uh the satanic rites of dracula yep such a fucking good one man that when it was like the secret society of people in uh in the town that were uh uh, Satan worshippers and Peter mm-hmm. Cushing got in there and he was playing Van Helsing yeah. and he had to kill the brides the in the Van basement and everything and they burned yeah. the whole house down it was oh man it was yeah. awesome it now, good I'm, too. I'm a sucker for those movies anyways yeah, though. They, they feel good they sound good yeah and they just they used to play them all the time back in the day yeah uh, and yeah they're like good like Creature Double Feature and stuff yep this is a perfect segue if you if you wanna if, oh yeah oh Creature yeah. Double Feature let's yeah. do it that's where I first saw this movie where the, the, the House of Dread Blood in a um a hammer reference too. Oh, nice. That's oh, so nice. you're doing a hammer movie now too. Yeah. Yep. House of Trip Blood is one that I know made my fantastic list last year. I amazing. watched it and it was absolutely amazing. But I uh, unfortunately can't remember much about it that you'll have. I will when you start reminding me of it. It's, uh, but it's, it's another one of it's those an anthologies. Anthology. Yeah. So I got two anthologies. I, I, love, I love. I love an anthology. It's a quick story. You're in yep. and out. It's not not too much to think about. A lot um, of times. Anthologies are perfect for those stories that you can't see as a full-length movie. Yeah, too. exactly. You're I don't, like, don't want to watch this for an hour and a half. When, you give it to me for twenty-five minutes, I'm in. I always, hour. yeah, that's why I always loved like Twilight Zone and stuff like that. Yep. And when I see movies that are bad, I always say, "Would have made a great Twilight Zone movie, or it would have made a great uh, Creep Show entry." <laughs> oh yeah, but, Tales from uh, the Crypt. Yeah, Tales from yeah. the Crypt. It would have yeah. been a great one of those. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I, I'm always a fan of a good anthology. Tales from the Hood. That's another that one. That was a fun one. We, we just watched a, that, actually. Oh, yeah. Such a great I thought about movie, that man. on my list, too. Yeah. It's I had a, a bunch one, of different man. ones. David Allen Greer in that movie, man. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> oh, man. He's great. He's a scumbag. Uh, he's great. But uh, House of Drip Blood, Did was Bernard, uh, the guy from Indiana Jones in it? Yeah. The guy who played Brody? He was yeah, in one yeah, of the yeah. episodes, he, right? Yeah, he was in... I would say it's probably not the best of the... the, uh, the it was the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. And he, he worked he was at a like a... He uh, was a writer. That's right. Yeah, and uh, he was like seeing the character that he was writing and he thought he was going mad. Uh. But the whole thing starts with the house mm-hmm. because it starts with the realtor showing the house and he keeps talking about the people who can't stay there. Mm-hmm. So um, the first story is, uh, is Brody and he does his, uh, his writing. He keeps seeing this character that he's created and it turns out at the very end of the episode it's the um, the wife and this her lover who are making him think he's crazy. That's right. 
And then um, yeah, this this was so. Good. And then he doesn't. Not only does he kill the, uh, the the um the the guy, he kills the doctor, and he was supposed to be the witness. Only hit the, you know hurt the doctor. Mm-hmm. So when he gets up, you think that this happened. Or what, you know they went overboard and they couldn't come back from it. Yeah. And then you realize at the end he's totally tapped and he winds up killing her too. <sighs> so that's the first story. And then you had the one with uh, Christopher Lee and his daughter. That's right. And she was um she was playing around with stuff like dolls and stuff he didn't want her to do. And uh, she this was, was a, a great Christopher Lee role, uh, right? Yeah, yeah he was he was just a stern father, you yeah. thought, and. I uh, t- comes to find out at the end. I mean, she's 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 like her her mother, and her mother was a witch. And yeah. She's building this uh, wax doll of him, and uh, she's playing with it, and his arms are getting broken or hurt, and yeah. uh, stabbing him and stuff. And uh, yeah, at the end, she looks at him, she, she smiles him right in the eye, and she throws that fucking doll right in, right in the fire. <laughs> right in the fire. And you just hear him suffering in the room, and she's smiling. It's it's evil. Yeah, it's I evil need to rewatch this. I I remember it. It made. I think I texted you right afterwards. And uh, because I had watched this in the abdominal Mr. Phoebes at the Santa uh, with Vincent Price, Price. and I was like, both these made my fantastic list. I can't believe I went so many years without seeing them. All right, what was the third one? Uh, The third one was was um, it Peter Cushing? Uh, no, that one was actually the second one. Uh, I forgot all about that. That's that was the that's worst. right. That the, was the wax. Christopher house. Lee was the third one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was the wax house. Uh, he kept going to this wax house, and he saw a girl that he looked like uh, his former love. Mm-hmm. And um, that one, I, I actually fast forward, so I watched it the least. But it was just, just a tale of revenge, more or less. Yeah. And um, it was it was this other guy who saw her too, and they both remembered having a, like an affair with her, and the, the more they get close to it the worst things got and eventually they were both decapitated yeah and you try to figure out who did it it was the uh, museum cult, uh like the curator i need to rewatch this series that was it's, that was a good one that was the that it was a good one it wasn't great that was the worst one of them yeah but the, i remember them the all being all being great the christopher yeah. lee one was definitely one and then the there was a ones. there was a fourth one too which was um the guy who uh, he was an actor and he was trying to figure out how to uh, nail the dracula scene he was an older actor mm-hmm. and um they gave him a cape, and it turns out it wasn't his normal cape, and the cape turned him into a vampire. That's right. And um, at the very end, it all, you know he's he's realizing you know how good he is and everything, mm-hmm. and um, he puts the cape on. He doesn't feel it, and then the girl he, who's his counter in the um, the movie puts the cape on, and mm-hmm. she becomes a vampire. That's right. And this whole secret society of vampires, and then at the very end, the guy who's showing the house comes into the house, and he goes in one of the rooms, and there's the vampires. So. That guy who's showing this evil house winds up getting his at the end. So, just, so they, good, They man. wrap it so perfect. Yeah, it is like in a nice tight bow. Yeah, I loved and it. great actors in every one of them, so it was fun. What's your uh, favorite uh, Christopher Lee role? <laughs> On the spot. Um, uh, Saramanga. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Scar- from a James Scar- Bond Scar- movie. From yeah. James Bond movie, that's yeah, good. Man with the Golden Gun. Lo- I-, I love that role for him. He was awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to think what my so favorite. See, my favorite Christopher Lee movie would probably would be The Wicker Man. Loved uh, him in that role as yeah, The Wicker Man. Yeah, that was. He good. was just so charismatic and yeah. just in was, in on what was going on 100. Yeah. percent way ahead of everybody else. And yeah, he uh, controlled that, that town. Role. He controlled yeah. that area. How about Peter Cushing? Moff Gideon, is that his name? Uh, uh, oh, you mean uh, not Moff, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Tarkin, Tarkin, Tarkin. Tarkin. sorry. That's yeah, your favorite? The new one. And he yeah. is really good in that He's first very, one. Yeah. In that first one. That, and he, that's old Peter Cushing. We had been watching yeah. him for years. I thought you were going to say like Hound of the Baskervilles. That was a great role. Uh, him, yeah. him, they were both great. great uh, he's he's so good he's in so everything, eerie. man. Yeah. I love Peter Cushing. If you only know him as Grand Moff Tarkin, you need to kind of educate yourself and go back and watch some early Peter Cushing stuff, yeah. man, because he's really, he's really fabulous. Yeah, he's good in everything. Yeah, I really do enjoy him. 
him a lot. That and that goes a long way of why we like horror, uh, Hammer horror films. Because yeah. if you don't like Christopher Lee or Peter Cushing, you're gonna have a hard time with Hammer horror films because oh, yeah. they're yeah. fucking everywhere. Yeah, that's, it's, that's it's almost them. one of it's either one of them or both. Almost in every single one of them. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's great. All right, my next one, and yeah, I don't think you know what my next two are gonna be. So my next one is gonna be. Let me get the year correct for this. All right. I want to talk about 1989's Stepfather 2, Make oh, Room wow. for Daddy. Oh, boy. And this is Caroline oh. Williams. I can tell you, but if you haven't seen it, that's fine. I, I've seen uh, it. It was when I was a kid. Do you so, remember no. uh, the first Stepfather? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So Terry O'Quinn, if you're yeah. not familiar with Stepfather, Kills I'll, his I'll, I'll catch you up here. Oh, shit. He already <laughs> beat me to it. He, he's a guy He does that, it again. He, yeah, he does it again and again and again. So it... it it's basically about a guy who is so obsessed with having the perfect family that once he realizes that the family he's in is not perfect, he's going to have to slaughter every single one hacky, of them hacky. and uh, move on and find the perfect family. And he's got very strict kind of rules of what would be considered a perfect family and uh, in his brain. And uh, it's fun. Like the very beginning of the first one is he actually shaves his beard. The first time we see Terry mm-hmm. O'Quinn. And if yeah, you listen to full head of hair, you, you might, if you don't know stepfather movies or Terry O'Quinn, Terry O'Quinn is, uh, is John Locke from Lost. Yeah. That's where most people know him from. Yeah. Unfortunately, we grew up watching him in, in tons of shit. He was in the Rocketeer. He was in the cutting edge. He was, he, he usually played kind of a scumbag and everything. Yeah. Uh, just a, like a slimy kind of fucking uh, sniveling, sniveling kind of guy, uh, and so at the very beginning of Stepfather One, he had a full beard and a, and he shaved his head and he shaved his beard and he just moved to a new neighborhood and boom, he starts out with but his it was, family. It was weird because I think he had a full head of hair then he had a receding hairline. After yeah, he cut his head. yeah, he was doing all sorts of weird stuff to him because yeah. you, you got to see him go through another transformation in the second one yep. because it, well, in the first one, he does it and he's he's. He doesn't kill the family yet, but he's already setting up his new life before he does it. Yeah. So they sh- remember they show him take the ferry uh, over to the different city, and he puts different hair on, and yep. he puts glasses on, yep. and he's basically renting a house and about to set it up. So you know, oh shit, he's going to kill this bounce, family. Yeah, he can bounce right in. Uh, I love the daughter in the first one too. The she was also in yeah, that the, cutting the uh, cutting uh, edge. Not cutting edge. Cutting class? Cutting class. Yeah. Yeah. She has that like really throaty kind of uh, uh, Demi Moore. Demi Moore, yeah. yeah Demi Moore yeah. voice. Yeah. Uh, she did a lot of uh, uh, great movies. So this one, had, uh, so we're mainly talking two, but I'm just leading you up there. So at the very end of this one, uh, they get him uh, on the stairway. Remember, she gets out of the shower. They showed some weird gratuitous nude scene that I'm surprised they even showed mm-hmm. uh, with her. She got out of the shower and attacks her on the stairwell, and she gets the butcher's knife into his chest and he falls down the stairs and we presume he's dead they they don't have like one of those scream moments or anything it just kind of ends but Stepfather 2 made money Stepfather 2 I I mean Stepfather 1 made money Stepfather 2 you're here you're on board and Terry O'Quinn was on board which is what kind of made it there was a Stepfather 3 and Terry O'Quinn wasn't part of it as soon as he's out you don't need to it's stupid because he he is charismatic as shit in these two movies and arguably he's just as yeah he's just as good in that uh, second movie as he is in the first one Hmm. and uh, I love the second one the second one had Meg Foster as the mom and Jonathan Brandes as the kid. Mm-hmm. 
of the family that he's going to uh, hmm. be a part of here. So at the very beginning of the movie, they show him escape from the insane asylum, which was awesome. So he's in like the woodworking place and he makes this like house mm-hmm. uh, out of like sticks and everything like that. And he has to see his therapist every week. So he brings what he made this house into the therapist office mm-hmm. and, uh, and he, he ends up throwing it across the room to make a point that when things fall apart, he, fall can, apart he can put them back oh, together right, and everything. Yeah. And the uh, the therapist is, is real good at his progress. So why he's leaning over to uh, – it was his intent to throw it across the room because he hit a uh, shiv inside of it. Oh, no and shit. So, and it was in like one of the – it looked like a – uh, a guy like a normal human man hanging out on the lawn yeah. but actually there was a shiv underneath it oh, wow. so when he broke the house he grabbed the shiv and s- stabbed the therapist and in the throat like, did it have like the man on uh, it still? yeah it had the man as the handle yeah. and then he just stabbed him with the shiv part okay. and uh, what was great about it is uh, he just like covered the uh, therapist's uh, I think the therapist made a noise because the guard came in he killed the guard then he just put the guard outfit on and just and walked just door. he just walked across the lawn like wow. uh and you could hear the alarms going on in the background was he, was he whistling and, like he did in the first one? yeah yeah that he does that yeah. camp town races yeah, whistling yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah awesome that that brought him down in this movie though huh. because someone uh the blind guy heard him singing it had him heard him doing it i remember that yeah i remember that part he was um was he, he just got he, done killing Caroline Williams and was cutting through the backyards. And okay. the blind he guy, her then? yeah, that's when he killed her. Oh, okay, I don't remember. Uh, her. Man, Caroline Williams was so good in this movie. Uh, she's from obviously we just mentioned it. We were just talking about her from uh, Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre too. Two and Hatchet Two yep. and a whole bunch of great horror movies. Uh, as well as In Search of Darkness, which In she, Search of she Darkness, she 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 did own it, man. Uh, she back in the day she was doing roles that Laurie Metcalf would get. This yeah. is a perfect Laurie Metcalf yeah. role in yeah. in this movie. She played Meg Foster. If you don't know Meg Foster, too, she's the girl that has the crazy yeah. blue eyes. From They Live. Uh, from They Live, from she, uh, uh, she was uh, in, Leviathan. Yeah, she's in that uh, zombie movie, too, the... Uh, which one? Oh yeah, yeah. She was creepy or... at that point. You yeah. could tell she was going to age weird, yeah. uh, but she was always striking back in the day. Relentless. She was the wife in Relentless. Uh, I got to see that again. Man, so good, long. so good. I loved the first Relentless. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was kind of a staple in the eighties or in the early nineties, and you'd recognize her if you pulled her up immediately. Yeah. Uh, so she plays the love interest, and he just comes in and rents the house in the neighborhood and uh, steals some guy's identity and becomes the therapist inside the like small community mm-hmm. and Meg Foster and Caroline Williams like her best friend uh, attend like the therapy sessions and everything and he slowly works his way into Meg Foster's life and her kids young Jonathan Brandes like before uh, Never Ending Story uh, no it might have been after Never Ending Story right yeah. after that there was this and then he, I think he went on to do uh uh, it okay. right after this because right. this was 89 yeah it was 90 I, yeah I never knew yep. it was 87 probably yeah 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 so that was really young Jonathan Brandes uh, yeah and he's the one who doesn't trust his dad you know and yep. he knows it's happening and everything it was great you got to see some great death scenes like Meg Foster's ex-husband showed back up and wanted to make things right mm-hmm. and everything and he like uh, interferes with the whole thing and then makes uh, makes him come over and when his head's turned smash the hell out of him the with a bottle two by four? Oh, all right that was the first one the two by four uh, yeah the two by four was the first one okay. uh, at that like uh, rental house yeah yeah, uh, yeah okay but the he smashes the bottle over this guy's head and then drags him 
into his own trunk of his car and drives his car to a junkyard. It just drives around smashing the car up and then puts it through one of the fucking crushing machines. Yeah, it's crazy. Damn. Uh, just pretends to Meg Foster. He said, oh, yeah, he just ran off. He wa- he wanted to go out someplace because he told Meg Foster he was going to talk to him and everything. Yeah. So. Wow. And then he kills Caroline Williams, strangles her to death. And uh, I don't know how many other people he kills, but it goes all the way down to their like wedding. It all happens like at the no wedding. Kidding. Like the people are in the pews and the yeah. music is playing. Wow. And he's trying to kill Meg Foster. Right. with a butcher's knife I and shit. I don't remember this part. Uh, Damn, it was great, that's man. crazy. Yeah, at one point he gets revealed because he, like I said, he, he gets done killing Caroline Williams and walks in the backyard and starts singing or humming or whistling, sorry, mm-hmm. whistling Camp Town Races. Yeah. And she's hearing it through the whole thing. It's huh. uh, uh, Or the blind guy hears it and reports it to her and then Jonathan Brandes is, starts whistling it. And he's like, where'd you hear that? And it's like, yeah. Oh, wow. I got your ass. Yeah, I don't remember that. I loved it. I loved it. I, it was one of the ones I watched on Park Street, I think, right before we, uh, we moved to Florida. And it was like an HBO movie all night. It was awesome. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, rewatch it, man. Step on it too. I shall. You you remember the first one more than of the course. second one though? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched out. First one most people remember. That was on more often too. The second one was very hard to find on DVD. I bought it. Bef- it wasn't available for the longest time, and then when it was, it was like the uh, region two. And I ordered it from somebody who listed it as a region one and it showed up as a region two. And I was like, well, I can't play this one now, but I don't right. have an all region fucking player. Right. Uh, and you just, one just, no, I don't. But just two weeks ago, someone listed another one as a region one. And when I saw the images on the back, it said one hmm. on it. So I was like, I'll take the chance because yeah, he was only selling it for 10 bucks and get, I got it and it played. Get, get yourself a PS4. Yeah, I guess that's they the all region. You, then you can watch your humanoids too. That's I, the only way they make the, uh, the oh, DVD. That's right. That's right. The yeah, DVD. It's yeah. not over here. Yeah, and they do have all region code DVD players now. I don't know if the 4Ks are like that. Hmm. The the PS4 will play the 4Ks as well. 4Ks are not region coded, though. No, I know. Like, yeah, you're right, you're right. England, yep. they're not... Uh, but these movies that we're talking about aren't, yeah. aren't even there anyway, yeah, so yeah. this is your best bet. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what you got? I'm going last. You're going last? Yeah, we're doing wild. I want to go last. You want to go last? Yeah. Okay, you want me to do a second one? <clears> no, you're not going to like my first pick. What's that? You're not going to like my first pick. Your first pick? My, my main pick, my yeah. number one. Uh, okay, I'll do my next one. I'll do my last one first. I have no problem. Cool. Thank you. It's from 1985. It's an Italian horror film. Oh, boy. Uh, damn, I got I to gotta look up his name. I don't want to fuck it up. Uh, it'll be easy, too. Luciano Fulci. I mean, it's only one of three. <laughs> and, Dario Argento. Yeah, Dario Argento. You, the one you just said. And who's the third? And the third is Lombardo Bava. Ah, uh, yeah, Lom- yeah. Lombardo Bava did Demons 1 and 2, and I love Demons, man. Yeah. Demons is a fucking awesome movie. Man. Do you remember Dar- Demons? Dar- Dar- was in- involved in that he too, produced it and Thank helped you. write okay. it with right. Felucci. All three okay. of them wrote it. That's right. Yeah, That's, all three that. of them wrote that. it, yes. and uh, yes. Bava is the only one who directed it. Yeah, Demons Bava. amazing. Uh, they're all great in their yeah. own way. They all have, like, the... I, what's the one I can't remember? The one you keep keep saying, not Fulci. not uh, uh, Argento, Fulci. Uh, yeah, Fulci's the one who did City zombie. of the Living zombie. Dead and Zombie. Yeah, the, and the shark versus uh, zombie movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> that what people know spike that. in the yeah, eye, uh, man, the, in that zombie movie. Yeah, it was good. Slow uh, motion. I maybe. just CG. I just sent the cover. I just get sent my Fangoria number nine that had uh, Fucci, Fauci's Fulci. Fulci. Yep. I'll get that right by the end of the pod. Fulci. Uh, Fulci. <laughs> uh, that had Fulci's zombie on the cover. I just got yep. sent it off to get With CGC. With a rotted eye. Uh, yeah. He's so, so cool. Yeah, so good. I love that image. Yeah. 
But Bava did the two of his most recognizable movies were Demons One and Two, and I actually watched Demons Two first. I, I, I might have too. It was in a stack of movies that I knew that I would like or I wanted to get to that I just bought because I found them real cheap. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a stack of like three hundred that I'm currently working through. Yeah. And uh, did you just was, watch these recently though? Uh, yeah, just the last year is the first time I've ever seen them. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. And it was before okay. the documentary wow. too, uh, because if I hadn't seen them before the documentary, I certainly would see them afterwards yeah, because absolutely. they were they were highly. Shown, uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't think they the, showed the main, number two. That, that mean uh, the woman. Yeah, the main, she, she's awesome. She's changed so much, but she's she's awesome. Yeah, in she's awesome yeah. in that. Uh, I don't think they even talk about number two unless they get to it in part three. I've only seen part three once, so maybe they uh, the in search oh, of darkness. All right, no. Yeah. So they might not. Uh, I don't remember I, them focusing on number two. They at didn't all. focus on it, but I think they didn't show a couple clips. Uh, from it. I liked them both equally, but yep. one I might have liked just a little bit more. So just to tell you what this movie is, is about, and it's, the, the it's movie a theater. great movie. The movie theater. The, movie theater. the second awesome. one was the party. Yeah. It happened at a party. Yep. The first one happened in the movie theater. So, uh, this weird guy comes up to this girl and hands her a ticket for a free showing to a movie at like this kind of museum esque thing. The, the front lobby is kind of like a little museum, yep. and then they have a room where they're gonna show this uh, this art piece of a movie. Yes, and so she shows up, and you. Uh, what they did great with this movie is all the different characters. You mm. immediately knew all these different characters. You knew the two girls that were kind of uncomfortable being there, the two single guys that were actually decent guys that eventually went and sat with them yeah. at the, in the movie theater. Yep. You had a couple and another couple and his girlfriend. You had a blind guy and his uh, and his like uh, nurse mm-hmm. was there. Then you had the black guy and his like two. He, you got the idea that he was a pimp yep. and his two prostitute uh, yeah. uh, ladies and uh, the the black girl was the one that was on in search of darkness that talked all yeah. the time about yeah. it. She was very charismatic and yes. uh, had lots to say about yes. it. She wore yes, like she cat ears and stuff. Yeah. You could tell oh, this is just she was, that girl. She was into it. She's a trip. Yeah. Uh, you want to have a, a, a cocktail with this girl. She'll mm-hmm. tell you everything about the industry yep. uh, type of lady. And uh, it was fun. So that you got to see what they were, uh, the, all their personalities in the lobby. It was kind of who these people are and everything. Well, while they're in the lobby, the girl that we're talking about that was in the documentary takes these, this cool silver mask and puts mm-hmm. it on her face. It's like a face of a demon. Mm-hmm. And when she puts it on her face, it scratches her. Yep. And she's like, oh, I think this mask scratched me. And she ends up putting it down. And yep. they they don't think anything else of it. So mm-hmm. they go into the theater, right? <laughs> and they all sit down. And a couple of the girls are like, I hope this isn't a horror movie. I, I don't want to get scared here. Yeah, a yeah. couple of the ushers are very strange. That redheaded woman that just walks around yep. and points her flashlight. You're like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. And then the movie starts playing. And in the movie, it's about, it's basically kind of a Night of the Living Dead type of thing. But they're dealing with demons. But what happens in the movie is one of the characters puts on a mask and gets scratched. Yep. And, then, and now you know something's and, going on. And then on. you're like, what the hell? And the, you see the girl and the, uh, the pimp sitting there and they were like, wait, that's just what happened in the lobby. And he's yeah. like, no, no, that don't worry about that. And then when they show the scratch on the guy's face and the girl's like, wait, I've been scratched. And it starts really bothering her right yeah. at that moment. Yep. She goes into the bathroom and when she's in the bathroom man it's gnarly (laughs) this movie becomes an effects movie like 20 minutes into it like you've never seen before the effects in this movie are insane the teeth and the nails and the creature coming out of the girl's back those are the the, those that's the highlights (laughs) that's the highlights so the teeth let's talk the teeth no, let's before that, let's talk to the scratch on her face. Yeah. So the scratch on her face just gets bigger gnarly. and bigger yeah. and a gnarlier gross, and yeah. it, it ends up exploding and this green ooze starts yep. falling out. It's like popped. Oh. Uh, and mm. then 
so she's becoming a zombie basically yep. the eyes are crazy i love the yep. contacts they use in these girls and all their eyes uh sometimes they're glowing sometimes they're just orange and it's just it's just creepy if you catch every them time, in the light every time you look at them they, they scare you yeah they are way. creepy man yeah. so when the teeth start coming in the old they basically come. push yeah. the old one they come from underneath their yeah. old teeth and it just pushes their old teeth out uh, and these teeth that are are like these gnarly nothing is fangs. straight yeah. fangs that are like diagonal fangs yeah. and they basically at that point they're attacking people yeah. ripping their heads off scalping them taking out their throat uh, whatever they're doing and it's gross and it's gnarly and yeah. it's all practical effects yep. and it looks phenomenal it's, it's awesome it looks phenomenal Unbelievable. and it just goes from one to another it almost reminds me of kind of how quarantine was her you're at one point okay. there's just a small group of good yeah. people yeah. that are surrounded by horrible things yeah, happening and you just wait for, wait for your turn. yeah who's coming next and who yeah. can live through this situation and uh who's gonna rise to the top and exactly. it was just phenomenal man Great but movie. at one point one of the main girls so uh there's one girl that's uh uh really concerned and she gets turned into a zombie Okay. And she goes on all fours. Yes. And something starts coming out of her back. And literally it's it's a person in a suit. They they do the effect low enough where he's pulling himself out yep, of it. Yep. And it's a straight up like devil looking demon that's almost reminiscent to that red demon in Insidious. I didn't see it. Uh, you don't remember the image though that uh, that flashes behind him. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It almost looks like that demon coming out of uh, this girl's back, and he yeah. just literally bursts out of her back, and she falls down dead. And now you've got this demon that's like out there in the. Uh, and don't you remember at some point one the emergency door is open and one of the demons gets out. That's right. And yes. it attacks the cops. Yep. And then basically once they finally get out of the. Uh, um, once they get out of the theater, they realize that it's spread throughout the fucking city yep. because of what happened. Yeah, and, they, and they thought it was in, in, in close to the way they were. Yeah. Oh, it was insane. phenomenal, Absolutely dude. Absolutely insane. Yeah, the effects, I, I cannot it was, strive. It was 10 times gore than I thought it was going to be. Yep. And I look back at it, and they just did it so well. It almost doesn't like hurt even. Like, I think she watched it with me. Yeah, it's got a fun quality to it still. Yeah, it does. And, and, and it, it, you can almost look at it as campy because it's so over the top yeah, too. So. But the, the effects are really like... Gruesome. I think my favorite effects movie is probably The Thing, but this is kind of uh, yeah, This yeah. might be in the top five also. I, I would say it would be, yeah. Uh, and two, like I said, two is no slouch itself. It's, two it's had right a lot of great stuff with it. It is right there yeah. with it, like you said. And it it had the same premise. They were at a party, but they played the movie that they were playing at the movie theater yep. on video yeah. for the people at the party to watch. And one woman in the other room watched it, became yep. the demon, and they just started That's taking it. the party yeah. over. Yeah. And uh, it was great. It was. It reminded me a little of that... Uh, um, damn, what was that other... Uh, fucking movie that was in oh well, anytime i see a uh kind of a high-rise movie i kind of think poltergeist 3 and they really shat on that movie on the <laughs> yeah, they on the pod yeah. too but at least they mentioned how hard that was to film i'm one of the few people because that was one of the uh pay-per-view movies that i watched the trailer to forever and then yeah. finally rented it and uh, i think justin likes poltergeist 3 and i like poltergeist do you like poltergeist 3? no no see most people don't no it yeah. wasn't anything i'd watch again yeah but <laughs> see, i watched that a long it. time ago I, no 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 I, I most people hate it. it i like the atmosphere that it uh that it because of the of, building yeah because of the building and there were okay. there were crazy creatures and there was stuff coming out of the floor and, yeah and laura flynn boyle and uh what, who else was in Tom Skerritt, Nancy Allen? Uh, oh my God! Yeah, yeah. See, I, I yeah, don't remember. All great. I remember they Tom showed Skerritt parts now. of it in yeah. uh, one of the In Search of Darkness documentaries. Yeah, I probably but, looked down. Yeah, it just it has that effect. You like two me. though, right? 
Two is scary. Yeah, two is scary, man. The, the old man. Oh, the old man, dude. Yeah. Still scares me. Yeah, top ten scariest. Definitely. All right, let's let's see. We got one more left. Oh no. No. All right. <clears throat> is this the one you're doing on the fly? You didn't. No, this is this is the premeditated the, one. This is one you owe your pre. Uh... Uh, yeah, I was thinking about this for one for a while, and uh, you, you're gonna you're gonna think at first I'm an idiot for saying it, but there's a lot of lead-ins to this too. You mentioned it last night. You mentioned it tonight. You mentioned it a little while ago on this podcast, actually. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh wow. And it's. Not what you think. Wild card, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in honor of the man who just passed away not too long ago, I'm going with Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it is a wild card, and there's some creepy-ass shit in that movie. There is. When you first watch this movie, you see Large Marge, and you see him in the darkness with the goggles. And Are you kidding? The clown scene when he's going to the hospital at the end. Exactly. Stranger in a strange land. Mm-hmm. All he wanted to do was get his bike and get home. <laughs> and he had the life. So to be out of his own element, to uh. be stuck on the road, as what appeared to be a kid. Yeah. That's scary ass shit. That's scary as shit. We all know. I say Pee-wee. we talk about. We I, just I, talk about Pee Wee's Big Adventure. As it is some like high drama. I don't have to <laughs> make make you people know what Pee Wee's Big Adventure is. If this I, if, guy has been through a lot, motherfucker. Yes, exactly. It was, it <laughs> he was, was conned by a rich fat fuck. Yep. yep. I mean, and that's kind of what brought it the was whole Wizard thing of Oz. It's a kind of Wizard of Oz, Stranger <laughs> in a Strange kind of Land, and Oz. we consider that a horror movie. So I consider uh, this a horror movie uh, in spots, not the whole way through. All Tim Burton's movies have spots of horror in it. Exactly. I, I'll definitely say that. Exactly. Hey, I'll talk about Pee Wee's Big Adventure all day long. I, I love this fucking Hell movie, yeah. man. Great movie. From uh, beginning Justin's end. disappointed that he's not here to talk about it with us because to, to get up and have that too. that awesome breakfast waiting for him and take two little spoonfuls, start your day like that with spec. Every time I talk to Dave and Justin, I mention this, and I don't know if I've mentioned to be before you know who wrote this movie i don't think so phil hartman no shit you believe that shit i love phil hartman phil hartman wrote I this movie i love phil hartman yeah That's and awesome. he even had that small cameo at the end yep. remember he was yep. one of the he was the reporter and everything yep. Yep. and it's one of those rare things that i never knew when i was younger i probably uh, found out about it like hmm. three or four years ago and it just wow. blows my mind wow That's he, him and paul rubens were super close that's awesome apparently so yeah, yeah. They, wow. they wrote this whole movie together and it's just and obviously it was based on his his stage act uh yeah. paul rubens had it, and it did you ever watch it i used to no. be able to rent it no. back in the day at video junction it was called peewee's uh it wasn't peewee's playhouse but it was peewee's something Hmm. and it was basically just a uh a live uh taping of his stage show which was very similar to carrot top he had like a toy box all spread out on the ground okay and he would just pick stuff up and the one i think i'm gonna see clips of this the one thing i remember is he, he he takes this frog and he uh, tips it upside down and the legs are going crazy and he yeah. starts doing his peewee screaming voice and everything okay. and he wow. puts the big ear on yeah, and he goes this, what yeah, what a couple familiar. of the uh the stuff that he does in peewee's big adventure at the magic shop yeah and yeah exactly so, huh. uh it's, that's kind of cool i didn't know they that. had this in there uh, yeah. and that, that's that's another one that the, the magic shop scene it's dark and creepy and he oh, yeah. brings all the different things out uh, there's and a lot of creepy there's a, a hell of creepy movie, a lot, hell of creepy and it's it's in Deep seat. If you're a kid watching this movie, it's a horror movie. Yeah. First time I saw it by myself when I was probably what 13, 14 years old, I was I was actually more scared of this movie than I would have been at a movie that, yeah. that I was supposed to. Oh, be A large march scared me for sure. Uh, of course, I did. watched it twice the day I I remember going and renting it at uh, Video Junction when yeah. it came out, and I remember coming home and being the only one to watch it because no one else else was home. But then everyone showed up at like four, and I was I was geeking out to watch to it be again. able to watch yeah. it again. Yeah, yeah. And be like, you guys don't know any have any idea what you're about yeah. to watch. Yeah. Here. Did they all love it as much? Uh, as oh, they did? all loved it. Yeah. Even my father loved it. My, yeah. He would quote uh, scenes from it and everything. Wow, like, that's awesome. Uh, like the 
the opening stuff with him with the uh, the bunny shoes out sniffing the carrot yeah. on the yeah. ground or <laughs> every second of this movie is the best but whenever i watch it i'm just waiting for that uh that studio tour yeah. at the end when oh, he's yeah, just riding, his, when he's riding his bike through it and d snyder and oh all yeah. the stuff and uh the even when he's about to steal it and he's dressed as the nun and you have the kid from uh, yeah, uh, Wonder, uh, Wonder Years, Years yeah, is right there. Yeah. Oh, he's such a peckhead. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> he was and, perfect in that. And then, of course, the... Um, the James s- Harvey Harvey. James Harvey, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the uh, Pet Shop scene. The oh, Pet Shop, pet shop scene's everyone's favorite, man. Yeah. My, my wife, too. We, we constantly uh, refer to things as Pee-wee uh, with the snakes because it's it's that like thing that we walk around the house to that we don't want to clean. I, I, say, I oh, just yeah. walk by and I go, hey. <laughs> just like Pee-wee, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. I, uh, like I, I, like I love it. all the – just the, the adventure he went on, too, and all the character actors that they used in this. Hell, yeah. Elvira, man. Elvira was yeah, in this. Right. And she the was one of the bikers. The most, yeah, the motorcycles. Yep. Uh, and uh, even that's scary. I mean, he's a kid again, in at heart. And oh, he has yeah, to go yeah. into this, this biker, and he doesn't care. <laughs> that's the best part because he's too stupid to realize what's <laughs> yeah. going on. Obviously, uh, I too love naive. the uh, I love the stuff with the uh, the ex con, the guy from uh, Seems Like Old Times that kidnapped uh, Chevy Chase. He's been in a couple different. The movies. one who was uh, who was driving the car. Uh, yeah, he was the one driving the yeah, car. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. I took this uh, I, knife and I, you know, those tags on the, the mattress, mattress. You're not supposed I, to take off. I, like, I took a off. knife and I. Cut it off. Man, I love that. Yeah. I've seen better heads on boils. Every fucking line from this yeah. was like quotable too, man. Absolutely, yeah. And then to watch the whole scene at the end at the movie theater yep. where they introduced the whole Everybody cast. Everybody was in there. Every yeah. one in the cast. They were all watching. Dottie, man, I used to have a crush on Dottie. Yeah. Uh, she, and did. then when you went and saw her in like uh, One Crazy Summer and I was like, yeah. oh my God, it's hot Dottie. Yeah. And she can sing and now she's in uh, Rob Zombie movies and shit like yeah. that. She's yep. in apparently a lot of them. Oh, she's been in two at least. Yeah. yeah. I know she was in Devil's Rejects. Uh, I love her, man. I think she's awesome. Yeah, she's uh, she's great. Yeah. I mean, anyone who could um, come back and do this stuff after yeah. you had the, the life in the, the main uh, area of, of uh, Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's something cool. Yeah. Come back to the horror. Chuck's... I, I didn't mention my favorite scene. When he's in the basement... Uh, oh, doing, yeah. doing the whole oh, the, 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 uh, the blueprints type. and the yeah, interrogation yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, What does it have to do with? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> and knitting and, and knitting, knitting and knitting um, oh, you have something like the, the, yeah. the whole the whole thing even with uh what was it uh the odd job guy or uh oh yeah, yeah Wee's busy uh, uh francis is busy where are they hosing him down where are they him down <laughs> he's knocking on the door with the uh the fake hand yeah, oh i love great. when he finally busts through the door and gets into the tub yeah oh yeah. man it's such a he's great play, scene he's playing man. godzilla basically with yep. the uh with the boats Francis is great in that. Th- this movie he holds was, up, man. Awesome bad guy, too. He was such a... Oh, Francis? Yeah, he was like the devil in that yeah. movie. Again, he, horror movie. Sorry. <laughs> he was the devil in that one scene. Where That's they had right. him dress That's up like right. the devil, too. There you go. To- yeah. Told you. Told I tell you, you that, that like acid trip, trip scene at the end when he's... Uh, Hits his clowns. head. Remember, he has the bad dream when he's in the hospital, and it's yeah. the killer clowns, yeah. and they're yeah, yeah. They're, they're racing down. Yeah, and the sets look so Tim Burton. They look yeah. like they're straight out of yeah. Beetlejuice. And everything he has has yeah. a little aspect of horror. That's the most Beetlejuice part of uh, Be- uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Is yeah. that scene? Oh, yeah. man. it's very well, very. That in the uh, large march because she's got the that large weird, march weird, for sure. Uh, animation, animatronic. That was that came out of nowhere too, man. That scene when it happened. Oh yeah. She, uh, uh, they, they look like this, and all of a sudden you just turn the head, and it's like all that goopy stuff. So going great. On. Like, there was no like down spot in this whole movie, no, man. I love no. every minute. You don't. Of it. You pause this movie when it's on. It's not available on 4K yet. No, and it's that, one that I will buy immediately. Like absolutely. I said, it's yeah. just it's the most colorful movie out there. I really hope uh, 
we have a 100% winner with Tim Burton with uh, Beetle, with Beetlejuice too. I've heard everything I've heard is I I hope I they, hope they, it, they took the to time God, to get because it right. uh he had a great run and then he has had a shit run for the last yeah. 10 or 15 just years. Just non-notable movies. Yeah, Some just, people might like I mean the movies, it, but... maybe they're passion projects for him I get that but it's, yeah. it's nothing's like hitting like ever since uh we were Big going fish. through his yeah. Big Fish was the last one. Uh, Sweeney Todd, I really enjoyed, yeah. but then yeah, he's doing it. And that like those live action Disney movies, I don't understand why we need those in the first place. But, I'm all set. Yeah, I'm all set. I mean, if there's an audience for him and the kids are gonna go see him, that's that's fine. Right, go do it, watch it. But uh, I mean, I don't want to watch the original Dumbo. I think I own it, but it's one of the ones. When do you ever feel like you need to watch fucking Dumbo? The only Disney movie I'd watch is Robin Hood. Yeah, I love Robin Hood. I own like nineteen Disney movies too. Yeah. None of the ones with singing in it. I don't want Aladdin. No, I, don't La- no. I don't want no. Aladdin. I don't want Little Mermaid. I don't want uh, Lion King. I don't have any of those. No. If if I want to hear singing, it better be uh, it better be a big bear singing Bear Necessities. That I can do. I can watch the Jungle Book and watch Baloo do his little dance. Bruce Dickinson. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson. That's what I want singing. That's what I want singing. <laughs> Tommy Ray, uh, Tom Well, or or the uh, the rooster from uh, from the Robin Hood. Okay, that, I'll that's take all that. the crooning I need around I'll take here, that. man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I have hope. I have high hopes for uh, for Tim Burton with Beetlejuice too. Well, he's been out for a while, and uh, he wants to make this movie. He doesn't do many sequels. Michael Keaton's killing it, man. My, yeah. Now, even if the anything. movies that he's in are, are shit, like The Flash, doesn't he's matter. still killing it. Doesn't matter. He's awesome in Spider Man. Yeah. He he was actually loved him in Spider Man. Spider Man loved him. Loved Spider Man. That, that scene in the car with the green with the green light. Uh, it's the, his color anyway because he's supposed to be green. Then uh, when that green light goes on, he looks in the back and realizes what's going on. God, it's, it's a fantastic Wait, scene. That, that scene, I talk about it. Me and Justin have talked about it several times, yeah. man. It's just one of those great things that the on-screen epiphany yeah. that he has right yeah. at that and moment no one do of like who him. it is. Yeah. And then he, he you just so turn him straight like, oh, evil. When he's shit. parked and he stands yeah. her in there yeah. to the yeah. uh, to the dance, yeah. he says, I will kill you yeah. and everyone close to you. That's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my God. That's power. It's so yeah. good. The fact yeah. that they didn't I'm, I'm sitting in my coach and I'm getting scared. Yeah. They really need to do the Sinister Six just yeah, so we can yeah, get him. Yeah. I've kind of turned on Marvel. I think most people have. If they did they that, just, though, you'd go back. Oh, there's certain things I would go back yeah. for, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I went back. I went as far to see that douchebag in The Flash just so I could see Michael Keaton. There you go. And unfortunately, it was not... Uh, 20 minutes of Michael Keaton didn't uh, uh, make right two yes, and a half yes, hours of garbage. Yes, it did. I mean, I, did, I do enjoy you it. You could have just... Google it or YouTube it. <laughs> yeah, I guess they can put it all together yeah. for me. But uh, yeah, that's our three, man. I'm hoping we we can do another one in uh, April. I'm coming back here. We'll have another yeah. exciting one to do. But uh, we got a lot of good ones coming up in the future. Me and uh, we're still doing our wild card Wednesdays, so we're dropping them on Wednesday, and we're going to be like we're doing right now: three wild cards. Any awesome. t- any movies you want to do, we kind of keep it horror horror, horror theme, but it's not uh it's not typical of that. Uh, we can do whatever we want. Dave wants to do uh, three movies about, uh, I don't know, bitter loss with uh, grandparents and stuff. That's fine. We got oh, that. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Dave always brings the pod down with his depressing uh, movies. No. So. <laughs> no, come on, Dave. Come on. You don't weren't there for the Notorious Plague Dogs episode. <laughs> I don't know what that is, is but I'm going to pass on that <laughs> yeah, one. I'm going to pass on that oh. one anyways. You yeah. lost me at the title. <laughs> I, I don't do drama. I don't do uh, – I do – 
comedy a little bit. Yeah, you see, you have very few time for movies, so they better count when you. I watch I watch old school wrestling more than anything. I'd rather watch Rowdy Rowdy Piper. To be honest with me, if it's not a movie, I do watch a good amount of movies. Uh, If you listen to the pod, you know that. But if I'm not watching movies, it's usually a sitcom that I've seen for years that I don't have to look at. Seinfeld, Uh, Simpsons, Old Simpsons, Three's Company. Yeah, uh, yeah. is almost always on on my TV. They've been playing Mama's Family lately. We play that That's in the background. Bad. That's not bad. These are movies, shows that I've seen a hundred times that I don't yep. need to pay attention. Brady but, Bunch but is one of them. But once in a while, you'll pick your head up and laugh at the yep. joke. Oh, yeah. I remember this part. I cook to it. I'll, I'll bring my phone into the kitchen and yeah. I'll put on like Pluto TV. Oh, okay. I'll just, because I'll, sometimes in the kitchen, I'm there for like a freaking hour. Right. So I'll just have it playing in the background. I don't even have to watch it. But nice. I can hear it. I'll hear Jack Burton. I'll hear Jack Burton. I'll hear Jack, uh, John Ritter Jack do, do something funny every oh, once in a while. Cool guys. So. Love him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but if you want to get a hold of us, uh, I'll tell you my plug before you give your plug. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us out on Facebook where you can see the picture we post every uh, week to let you know what's going to be on this week's episode. Or you can shoot us an email, films at gmail.com, or you could leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, like iTunes it. or SoundCloud. Like it. Yes, like that shit. Like that shit. And uh, how about you? How can they get a hold of you? I sell or, toys. You do. And, I, I sell and toys. happiness. Uh, Emporium of Retro and Interesting Collectibles, Southeastern Massachusetts. Facebook, YouTube, just happiness. Are you on uh, Instagram also? I'm kind of on Instagram and just learning the uh, subtle nuances and. <laughs> they're kicking me in the nuts on a regular basis okay so. i'm not on there at all actually i do have an account but i go on there just to see whatever nature pictures my uh my wife posts and, it's, it's more or less toy it. pictures and uh people ask me questions about how much this is yeah but, yeah yeah <laughs> facebook's uh really probably Facebook is the best uh, yeah the best way but youtube you can catch our videos we do a new video every single day yeah new toys new collectibles stuff from your youth stuff that just makes you smile happy 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 awesome in awesome a, in a world of kookiness <laughs> kookiness All right. Well, until next week, where I think it's going to be me and Justin bringing you a new uh, episode. So until then, good night. See ya. (laughs) I believe the intruder was a mummy, a living mummy. A mummy. One of these Egyptian things? That's right. (laughs) 